I can't believe here I am recording the intro for episode 39 of my podcast. This is incredible. How did it get to be nearly 40? Anyway, this week I am joined by the lovely Josh Probat. Now, Josh comes from a company. Now, I've got to get this right because I got it wrong in the podcast. Uh, I come from a company called Next Minute, and they help people to um, do more with their business. So specifically for construction industry uh, individuals. But we had a lovely chat um, all about how um, accountants can help their clients. Um, um, You don't have to have a million um, construction clients to use his software. Um, But it also, we delve into niching and things like that. So it's a really, really good conversation. Really enjoyed having a chat with Josh. And uh, I hope you enjoy it too. Now, if you want to listen to more of my podcasts, there's obviously 38 others. So why don't you subscribe and then you'll get notified. I'm going to be doing some interesting um, podcasts as well where I'm just going to talk. Um, I'm going to get different guests in as well. So it won't be a live. It'll be something a little different. So there's quite a few things uh, in the pipeline. But uh, if you subscribe, then you're going to get to hear hear of them more. Oh, well, without any further ado, here is my conversation with Josh. Good afternoon. Here we are. Hey, Josh, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I, I'm, I'm really good. This is, this is hilarious because um, you're from Next Minute, right? And yes. I'm the 15 minute guy. So let's, was that 16 minutes? <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Josh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Please do. Yes, thank you. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm Josh. Uh, I'm the head of customer success for the UK at Next Minute. Um, so I've been here for the past 18 months uh, since we started up in the UK. I've spent the last seven years of my you know, professional life within construction uh, and three and a half years of that within tech. So yeah, great to, great to be here. Thanks for having me. No, fantastic. And we were just chatting before. How you, you've just come back from a Cantex as well. How was that for you? Hang on, before we do anything else, a couple of people to give a quick shout out. So we've got Pavel um, and Zoe, both of whom I saw at a Cantex. Wasn't that great? It's, it's amazing how quickly it goes. Um, yes, it seems to have absolutely flown by. Yeah, all that build up, all that build up for a Cantex was crazy. And, and now yeah. it's gone, isn't it? It's a real shame. So you, you're going to the Digital Accountancy Show, Josh? Yes, we'll be there. Um, Fantastic. We've got so. our CEO flying over from New Zealand to come and our Global Partnerships Manager flying over from Oz. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to the after party. It's going to be good. Well, if you've got your bosses there, that will be an after party, won't it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Superb. So, um, come on, tell us a little bit about Next Minute. What, what is it? What is it? Next Minute do you? You, you know, you're pretty new to the UK. Let, let's let's find out a little bit more. Awesome. Uh, yeah, Next Minute is a construction management system that's built for residential construction and associated trade businesses. So our aim is to help make their lives easier by managing you know, pricing, planning, people, and profits. So any trade that's involved with building a, a new residential house or renovating a renovating improving a home that's kind of our our ideal bag. Um, we've got some really best in class integrations with Zero and QuickBooks Online, which then allows you to seamlessly connect to pull, uh, pull across sorry supplier invoices, sales invoices, timesheets, contacts, all that good stuff. Um, with the aim of you know helping you improve tracking against your jobs fantastic and, and, and that's the thing right there's so many different trades out there and and, and what we do is we use zero quickbooks 
and, and there are other other products available. Um, and we try and shoehorn stuff in and try and make it work. So what you guys have done is just gone, right, okay, building a house, you need this. This is what happens when you build a house. I, I guess you've got all the inventory, the timesheets and all those sorts of things and, and, and stuff like that, invoicing and everything else, all within your app, which makes it dead yeah, easy awesome. for the, the, the builder and, and their team to make a profitable house, I suppose. Well, that's, that's the main thing is we want people to be able to, to build profit to make profit um you know there's too many cases where builders will make a absolutely stunning house or a stunning project and come out with it and they've barely turned a profit so if we can kind of address this head on uh, whilst the project's going on um then we can kind of see any red flags and you know if you've overspent on one task such as laying the foundations when it comes to the next task we can kind of review and they say all right we need to kind of save costs here because we've overspent here so yeah it's just uh it's you know nice being able to go to a construction client and say yeah we're going to help you make more money it's always a, a nice feeling fantastic do you know kevin mcleod the guy from grand designs yeah yeah i've I, met i met him once at a uh conference yeah he's a he's a cool guy i i, I love i love that show and i'm just thinking Every single, and you don't call them contestants on that show, do you? But every, yeah. every single person that is on that show needs your app because they all overspend, don't they? <laughs> I, I just want to know where they get the budgets from. It's like, oh, I'm a, a primary school teacher and I have a budget of 2.5 million. It's like, yeah, you know uh, what? Yeah. Fair play. <laughs> yeah, I, I, want, I want a job at your school, please. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but they don't tell you the story that they inherited it or, or the one that no, that's really no, exactly. Um, so yeah, incredible. So what what are the main issues that you know construction workers are having at the moment? Then where, where, where do you see the big problems they're having? Um, I, construction as an industry has gone through its ups and downs, certainly with COVID. Um, the price of materials uh, in the past couple of months, years, has absolutely skyrocketed. So it's just made it really hard to quote. Um, you know, you can generate a quote uh, this week with your materials coming out of this much, but by the time you do the job in two months' time, those materials could have gone up by 20 30%. So yeah, it yeah. just, you can't actively generate a quote and then stick with it. You always have to kind of go back to the customer and say, oh, actually, cost of materials have gone up. I'm going to need to charge you this much. Or you just bite the bullet and automatically you're going into a job with a, a margin that is a lot smaller than it should be. Um, so that's kind of one massive challenge. Um, another massive challenge, you know, is just kind of keeping on top of it. You know, um, construction workers are great with their hands. You know, they build stuff from like an early age, but they're not necessarily the best when it comes to filling out paperwork or keeping track of their guys or giving your bookkeeper account and your receipts. So um, we're just trying to make sure that, you know, there's an easy enough solution for them to be able to pick it up and to kind of run with it and improve everyone's lives. Oh my goodness. Um, let, let's not get on that bandwagon with trades. <laughs> but um, so my, my shower was, was not working properly. And so the guy, so, so to cut a very long story short, I said, I, I, he quoted me two different prices and it was a little bit more for a brand new shower head. So just just do a brand new shower head. So he came around. Uh, li literally, I phoned him one day and the shower was fixed within a week. Yeah. 
Two, two weeks later, three weeks later, four weeks later, I'm in the shower again. Still haven't had a bill. Still haven't had a bill. And the trouble <laughs> is, because I'm having a shower late at night, I can't text him and go, I you haven't had a bill. I haven't had a bill. And I keep, oh, I must, must, must chase him for a bill. I must chase him for a bill. It must have been six weeks before he knocked on my door with an envelope. And I went, right, come here. And I paid him there and then using, using my there phone. And they sort of like, <laughs> if you'd have sent this to me six weeks ago, that money would have been in your account. And, and, and it, the quote, right, or, or the, 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 the bill, was it, it put it in an envelope and wrote my name on the front. But inside, it was a typed letter. And you think, oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. So, so, so with, 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 with your app, it had just pressed shower head, fit in, dang, all done. And I could have just paid it straight from there. Spot on. So, you know, we'd have the, the price of the shower head from your supplier. So whoa, hey, whoa, say, whoa, 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 You've actually got a feed into so we can, if you have a good uh, relationship with uh, Travis Perkins, for example, there are okay. other wholesalers out there. Um, you can then go to them and say, I would like my account pricing for my top 50 products. We can then import that into next minute. So when you're quoting, you've already got the S SKU number. You've already got the buy price. Um, what you want to sell it at. So if I'm generating a quote for you, I can go, yeah, I want a shower head. Um, my labor costs me this much and I sell out for this much. Put all of that into a quote, click send directly to you. You'll then get a lovely email with my quotation on it and a approve or decline button. So you can then hit approve and then feeds back to me saying, we're, we're good to go. I can then arrange with you to come fit it. Once I'm happy, I can then click generate invoice it will then ping an invoice off to you to, to be paid and then pin the invoice off to my accounting system, so Zero or QuickBooks, for my accountant or bookkeeper to see. And then once you pay it and it gets marked as paid in Zero or QuickBooks, it gets marked as paid in my system and I can move on. Brilliant. And I can go and play darts with my mates or go down the park and take my wife Golf. out to the theatre. Yeah, absolutely. And not sat upstairs. With a pile of bits of paper that I oh I must do that. That's crazy. That is crazy. And and yeah. with, with all due respect to our trades guys, they don't have a need for computers. So they probably haven't no. got computers, have they? And that, and that's that's the thing. You you talk to you know lots of other businesses, and you know, a lot of people are um, coaching and training and that sort of stuff. Well, to do that sort of job, you have to have a computer. So therefore, you can you know fiddle around with some software or a spreadsheet or goodness knows what else. But builders. They, you know, they, they, like you say, they learn their trade at an early age. No need for a computer. Um, no. And then they're like, how do I get a bill out? And it, it's, it's normally, it's normally the, um, the, the, the partner of, of the, you know, the builder that, that ends up doing it. So therefore, they've got that friction. So, so basically, your software is going to save the marriages of these um, builders. Is that right? That's what we aim to do. Yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, I, I had a conversation with, a client of mine yesterday and he said oh i'd like to add our accountant to our so uh, to the software because my wife's currently the bookkeeper it's half term so she hasn't got a lot of time she's looking after the kids and i want to kind of get on top of it i think he had over 300 jobs to invoice so he does like lots of little jobs he's like i just need someone to help me invoice and it's normally falls to his wife She's busy. She she isn't really that interested in it. So we can put the accountant into the system to help him with that and, you know, get some money back into the business. 
and, and I'm, I'm guessing that this is where these these you know these builders fail, isn't it? Because they're not getting the money in, and, and like you say, with with all the rising costs, um, if, if they don't get the money in, they're not going to be able to pay the suppliers. No, spot on. And then it's just a, a vicious circle of I've not made enough money, so then I struggle, and then oh I can't pay my suppliers, so they struggle. So you know you take the, the tier one um, construction companies if they go bust, what the whole supply chain is affected. So mm. you know even if we're looking at looking at one or two within the supply chain, we just need to make sure that everyone is a getting enough money to be paid but be getting enough money to be comfortable and to not have to lie awake at night worrying about money. Yeah. Okay. So I'm an accountant, a bookkeeper, and I've got a couple of construction workers on my books and they're fudging it or whatever, or whatever they're doing. Um, what, What should I be saying to them to get them to look at Minuteman? Minuteman, next minute. Next minute. Yeah. Sorry. You should have it on there. We can edit that out. It's fine. No one noticed. No one noticed. Um, so, yeah, it's, it kind of needs to be um, an open conversation. So a lot of our partners um, who are accountants and bookkeepers, we kind of ask them, you know, how, how have we improved your relationship with your clients? And the main kind of thing is uh, communication has just improved. So all of a sudden, with Next Minute, you're kind of both singing from the same hymn sheet. You can kind of see all of the, the active jobs in there. You can see the guy's timesheets. So WhatsApp is gone. You know, WhatsApp and Excel are the devil in this scenario. Um, you can see that the active cost tracking as well. So I quoted four grand for this. I've spent three grand on that. I've made a thousand pounds there. So it's just kind of being as transparent as possible and just allowing the construction company to have support where they need it. Um, you know, it's it's a kind of, a, especially in construction, when it comes to margins, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there. So being able to have that support from your accounting bookkeeper to say, oh, actually, you know, we need to increase your your markup on this, this product range because X, Y, Z. Um, and just having kind of open conversations around that is, is so valuable when it comes to, construction businesses yeah no, I, lo- I love that idea there's there's a there's a few um people that i know or accountants that i know absolutely specialize in this and that's their proper niche and then and, and then you'll probably find that every accountant in the country has one or two builders on their books um so so basically you want to talk to every accountant and bookkeeper or do you want to just work with those that are doing the niche no I, absolutely anyone who has a um construction client um, would be great to talk to you know it's it's one of those age-old things if i said oh do you know a, a plumber or an electrician everyone's gonna know at, at least and they're all person. called dave aren't they they're all called dave uh, they're all called dave paul yeah um so uh yeah you know we're in a, a really great space to be able to to help them and to help the accounting partner and kind of drive that conversation and support both the, the partner if they wanted to kind of offer it as a service, you know, include it in their app stack and the construction client as well um, to be able to kind of put them in hopefully a better, better position and be able to kind of see red flags as they crop up when it comes to kind of cost tracking and timesheets. Oh, cool. Now, you were at Akentex, we've already said that. There was an awful lot of software stands there, wasn't there? 
There were some big ones as well. Oh my goodness, yeah, absolutely crazy. Yeah. Some of them. Um, so why would I want yet another software package to learn and worry about? That's a what, what, what do you say to that, Josh? Because because oh. you know it's 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 hard, isn't it? You know because it, it is. It's, it's, I, I want to stay ahead of the game and 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 know what's going on, but. I'm just putting in a practice so, management solution because everyone says I need that. And I've got a pricing solution because everyone says I need that. And now, oh, Josh is getting me to have this next minute software. What do I do? Yeah, so AppStacks are great, um, both in practice and client facing. Um, so there was a uh, great kind of statistic from the Zero State of Industry report. It kind of said 34% of small businesses are now leaning on their trusted advisors for services beyond just bookkeeping and accounting. So value adds such as app advisory soft, software setup are now kind of really being sought after. So being able to offer an additional service to your clients, it's not only going to benefit them, but because of an example with Next Minute, our integrations with Xero and QuickBooks it allows them to have their own sandbox environment to play around with whilst also feeding directly into the accounting system. So you can keep them out of it and keep the data flowing through, but have that peace of mind that they're not going to accidentally mark something as paid when it's not paid or so forth. Um, so it's just being able to add that extra bit of value to your clients and um, and then there's the support from us. So we have a partnership team that sole job is to work with accountants and bookkeepers to make sure that they're happy with the software, that they kind of know their way around. If they have clients, then we can either do like a partner refer where you kind of give us the, the warm lead and we'll kind of pick it up and run with it and see how we can help. Or if they want to onboard it themselves, just kind of take over that process. We'll just support them as, as best as we can. And then we have a whole customer success function whose sole job is just to make sure that the customer is happy and that they are getting the most out of the software. And if they are referred from a partner to make sure that that partner is kept in the loop and that a line of communication is left open just to be there to provide some support um, and yeah, just to help as many ways as possible. No, I love that. It's, and it's, so, so you're working like a tag team, you and the accountant, to help these construction workers actually make some money. Which, yes. Which, yeah, which is which is what we want at the end of the day. Um, Lee's got a great point. Um, it's not about software. It's about solving problems. We have to address the full workflow for accountants and ensure the pain of onboarding. It's less than the pain that we're solving. Um, wise 100%. words indeed, Lee. Yeah, absolutely. And th this is one of the things I, I, I don't know if we said earlier, but... Um, I used to work for um, Digita um, and we used to put in software for you know all, all of your the compliance work. And yeah. if it didn't go in right, it was a real pain in the neck. And, you know, the, the, the accountants and bookkeepers were really pulling their hair out and hated us. But if it went in right and we, you know, we, we really helped them and, and what have you, it was a nice, smooth transition. And then it just changed how they work. And it's just, yeah, it was great to see the transformation. That, that they had from from moving software uh, there's like nothing it, I, better than you know being able to to go to a company that is relying solely on excel and paper and being able to then walk away three six months later but then running with a system 
that is a desktop and a mobile app. Uh, and they're just absolutely flying. And then looking at other bits of software as well, now that they've got the hand of that. So just being able to provide that kind of digital expertise is, yeah, it's such a, a great feeling from, from our side. No, awesome. And so, um, again, obviously working in the in the software space, I've, I've had um, times where I've had a little bit of a struggle because, you know, some people don't want to take it on and stuff like that. What's the construction industry like of taking on software and, and you know and you know you know take take into account my plumber he was tapping away on a typewriter and and then brought it <laughs> brought it round by hand um yeah. whereas other other you know building people are you know pressing a few buttons on their mobile phone and and it's all sorted so how do you how do you help them yeah um i mean change is scary no one really likes change and to go from um, scribbling on the back of a McDonald's receipt to this system where I can generate a quote and an invoice from the same document is scary. Um, so we kind of focus on the whole education piece of, you know, there's a reason that we're doing this, you know, paying a monthly software subscription is an investment and it's an investment in both time and resources from both parties because you know we, we're going to need time with the business owner with the accountant to sit down and say kind of this is the the workflow kind of that you need to now go through this is how we can adapt your processes um so with an investment you obviously want a return on investment so if we can say um that you spend two hours a week collating the timesheets for your guys through whatsapp and through calling them up and saying i need to know otherwise you're not getting paid if we can save that by rolling out a mobile app where you can log your timesheets, then you know within a month, two hours a week, hopefully the software pays for itself. Um, so kind of the low-hanging fruit where it's you can see clearly that we've either changed or added value somewhere, kind of go for that. And then we can kind of just do baby steps and say, all right, we'll, we'll look at timesheets first or we'll look at being able to quote accurately and on time or to create an invoice on time as opposed to you know six weeks later um so improving cash flow so there's loads of kind of different ways that, that we can look at it um you know we just had a customer where we created a document for them to to laminate and have out on site where it had qr codes for our apps so that guys can just scan a qr code and download the app and then you flip it around and it shows them how to log timesheets so we're kind of because we're you know um smallish you know there's about uh, 20 people um across new zealand australia and, and the uk we have that flexibility to be able to kind of go above and beyond and say all right if, if this is going to help you and add value then yeah 100 percent we'll, we'll do it and we'll support you kind of uh, along the way yeah, that's brilliant and, and i think that's the, the great thing about um some of the software companies in our space you're, you're you know you're, you're small enough to care and to be able to give that yeah. extra service and nice and agile as well, which is absolutely amazing. Um, what's uh, a, a top tip that you could give an accountant or a bookkeeper right now? Oh, uh, I think it's going to go back to AppStack. So um, I'd say take the time to create an AppStack and to build a relationship with the people at those apps. So, yeah, like I said earlier, we have customer success department where our sole job is to look after 
the clients who are using it. And you know, if they have feedback, we take that feedback to then present back to product and then to have a kind of moving discussion around, okay, is this just a, a UK thing or is it something that we can roll out across uh, New Zealand and Australia as well? So by having that relationship, you can kind of always ensure that, you know, you're being told when updates are coming, um, when uh, getting your kind of questions answered nice and early. But when you're kind of considering software, um, there's a couple of things that to keep in mind, your know, features and integrations. Do you or your client have specific requirements that are kind of deal breakers that you need to have in um, a piece of software for your app stack? Does the software integrate with your or your client's app stack already? So it's, it's all good if you have a, a nice shiny piece of software, but then if it doesn't talk to the other software that you've already got, it's going to make it um, a little bit difficult. Um, support and training, you know, is the support local? Are they based in the same country? Um, or is there kind of a time difference that you have to be aware of? Are there any additional fees or for support or implementation? There's a couple of companies out there that would say, oh, it's 500 pounds to, to implement or X amount of users and then kind of goes up as well. Um, pricing, obviously a very important one. Does your client have budget expectations and does the app fit into that budget? And is the pricing scalable if your client's business grows? So that's a key one. Obviously, we all want to see our client's business grows, but it needs to be to a point that, you know, if they grow to X amount, then the price doubles. That's not necessarily going to work. So having, um, there was a great LinkedIn post by, I forget her name yesterday, all about software pricing, and it needs to be transparent. I believe you commented on it. That's it, was, right. it, was, it was Samantha Mitchum. That's yeah. the one. Um, yeah, it was a brilliant post because it is the case that, you know, software companies will either not show their pricing online and it forces you to talk to someone, which is horrendous. Or I, I, it's just, those days have definitely gone yeah. now, haven't they? But yeah, 100%. It, isn't, isn't it crazy? Why wouldn't you, you know, put your price work on from something? home as well? You want to be able to log on to a website and say it's going to cost this month for this many users. Cool. Yeah. Not I want to actually have to pick up the phone and speak to a human being to then tell them what I need just to get a quote. That's it's bonkers. Well, the, the, other, um, the, other, the other thing there is, right, and, and we, we need to think about the psychological thing, because if I ring up and say, oh, how much is this? And it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a, you know, a room in a hotel, a, 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 you know, a, a tire for my car or, or a bit of software. Yeah. If I ring up and I go, oh, how much is it? And I'm expecting it to be, let's say, 50 quid and they turn around. Yeah. It's, 100, it's 150 quid then I've got that real embarrassing thing of saying, oh, I can't afford that. Oh, dearie, dearie me. So I'm not going to phone up, am I? No. Because I don't want to feel like that. No, you know? 100%. And, and, and I, I look at yeah. a price and it's it's 50 quid and I go to another website, it's 60 quid. And I go to another website and it's 40 quid. I go, yeah, round about 50 quid. That's all right. I'm happy with that. And I'm going to go with yeah. this company, whether they're whatever price it is, because they've told me this and they've told me that and they've told me that. Not, yeah, it's not, just completely company, un, yeah. unnecessary. No. no, like, oh, send us, fill out this contact form, we'll get back to you. It's like, well, now I'm at the mercy of your ticketing system. Yeah, absolutely. But, and I've got a life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so um, if we then, go to if we go to your website, we're going to know exactly what it's going to cost. Yes, you will. But we have a lovely little slider that will tell you uh, the price for the number of users you need, and it's all clear as day um, on our website. Fantastic. Look at this. Um, 
Tracy, um, I love this. We've just made an automation so people can get an immediate bookkeeping. Book, I can't even say it now. Bookkeeping <laughs> proposal for this exact reason. So Amazing. if I need an accountant, I go to Tracy's website and it, it, I just do it. Boom, 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 and I get an answer. I don't have to. I don't have to pick up the phone. But why wouldn't I want to pick up the phone to Tracy? Thank you for sharing that, Tracy. Um, and, and that that and and I, and I think I know the software that you're using. And and yeah, why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you do that? Um, Josh, we've gone past our 15 minutes and our one minute. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so so um, I've got one more question for you. But before I, I do I do that question, I'm just going to quickly skip over to next week because I've got another superhero on next week. He's here somewhere. I've got the good old um, socks up guy. I don't know if you know uh, the lovely Simon Chaplin. So he's coming on. He's going to have a little chat with us. Uh, so I can't wait for that. It'd be good fun. I um, spent a bit of time with him at Accountech. So it'd be great to catch up with him. And have a good old natter next week. So um, there's another comment coming. Uh, yeah, perfect. Upfront pricing is the right way to go. Thank you, Papa. I totally agree. Um, so my final question to you is: When yes. you were at primary school, all right, sweet little Josh in his little shorts and what have you, <laughs> what did Josh want to be when he left school? Do you want the corny answer, or do you want the the not so corny answer? I really don't mind, but I just want to know when you know, when you were a kid kicking the ball around the, the the park or whatever. What what were you aspiring to do? And I bet it wasn't <laughs> to work in a oh. software company for accountants, <laughs> for accountants and bookkeepers and go to Accountex. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think I'd even heard of Accountex. Um, yeah, the the corny answer is uh, my old man. Absolute hero. So yeah, wanted to, to be like my dad, and that that was sales. So kind of doing that now. Uh, and uh, yeah, the, the not so corny answer was um, I was always kind of good with computers. Um, even when I was kind of younger, my dad broke something. I kind of try and fix it. So yeah, something to do with computers. So computers um, and, and sales. Hang on, what are you doing right now? Customer Boom. success. Boom. There Absolutely. You go. Superb. Um, so what did your dad sell? Because my, my old man was a sales guy. And the last thing uh, I so wanted to the last thing I wanted to do was to be a sales guy. He was a, a sales director within construction. Oh all so, right, okay. So it is in the blood. It is, it is kind of in, in the blood, yeah. Following in, in the old boy's footsteps. So I, I actually it. worked for the same company when I was starting off that he used to work for as well so kind of yeah very truly followed his footsteps ah oh, that's absolutely fantastic josh it's been lovely having you on um how thank can people you. get hold of you or find out about your wonderful software yeah so uh you can have a look at our website uh www.nextminute.com or drop me an email at josh.probert at nextminute.com fantastic thanks ever so much indeed thank you very much for your lovely comments and for taking part uh we will be back next week uh but until then thank you very much indeed cheerio we go another podcast in the bag i've been ashley leeds you've been wonderful thank you so much for listening if you want to hear more then please subscribe and i will see you again another day you can find me on linkedin if you want to catch up if you fancy being a guest on one of my shows i do live shows on linkedin twice a week but i also plan to do some real podcasts uh, where we just do audio and probably record it to go on the youtube channel and we can talk about absolutely anything in those so whatever you want to do get in touch and thank you for listening
Long as you're happy, you're always gonna grin. You get out what you put in. You get out what you put in. You get out what you put in.